Hey you. So a little bit of FYI, a little bit of disclaimer. I'm not a professional, not at all. I'm merely a student sharing her life wisdom, her experiences with you, be they good or bad, whether you resonate with them or be like, I ain't ever doing it that way. Just an idea. Take it what you will for entertainment purposes. All right. So with that said, and and please don't be one of those people like the devil made me do it. On with the show. Hey guys, this is Joy Love Bernstein and this is podcast 68. Today, it's all about our willingness to learn, but I got a preference. In San Antonio, it's like hot outside. It doesn't matter. Triple digits. It's hot. I had went and let somebody borrow um, an hour of my studio space to do their client and complained that it was warm in the space. It's like 102 outside, 103, but yet... It was 79 in the studio. (laughs) Here's the thing that's funny. It's a preference. I will take a 79 over 103. My home, I keep it at 80 and it is still chilly in here. Compared to being outside, it is chilly in here. The thing is, wanting your temperature to be lower is just more of your preference rather than it's not going to kill you. And the funny thing is, is when you sit here and live in a hotter climate, right? hotter temperature town, you're not moving, are you? Right? You're not like, oh, I'm going to move to the West Coast, live out in the mountains, go up north. No, you stay down here, complain like you always do. Quite aware that it's hot and you adjust, you adapt. Right? You do certain things at certain times. You stay out in it a little bit different (laughs) than when it's cooler out. And then we even have medical conditions of heat exhaustion. I know I get in trouble in the heat, so I'm very careful about the heat. I even have it where I cannot drive with the AC on because me going from Something cold to hot, then cold, then hot, then cold. My body doesn't even adapt well. Like I can't just walk into a space and be like, oh, I'm cooled off. No, I stay hot and sweating for a good couple of hours before I've acclimated to the temperature of the space I'm already in. 
So I do things differently. Right? You adapt. You change. Because you're learning how to survive in this heat. In learning anything new, we have a preference on how we want to be taught. You'll even find out once you've, even the new job that you've gotten, once you've learned and figure out what it is that you have to do to get your job done, you start finding a little bit of shortcuts, right? Maybe what somebody had was a bit redundant. I mean, I remember one time, um, a friend of mine, you know, she was teaching us to hike for the first time and I died laughing because there was this local park here and it's about a 90 minute hike. I mean, she was talking about, I got to bring all these bottles of water, maybe have a, you know, sandwich, something so we could stop and eat after 45 minutes. And I'm just like, oh shoot, really? I mean, we bought all this gear from Holer Provisions, and I was just like, jeez, man, I don't know if I'm into hiking. And then I, I died laughing because when we actually get to the park and we did our hike, not once did we stop to eat. I took sips of my water, and I'm thinking, I'm here trekking with a backpack with all these extra things that she was telling us that we needed, and we did not need it. redundant, being a bit extra. Just like when I used to do the MS-150, so the MS-150 is this fundraiser that the Multiple Sclerosis Society does to raise funds, right? For their research, quote unquote. And you ride your bike from whatever place, 150 miles, which actually ends up being 167 for this cause. I go to the bike store. I've never done this before. I did spinning. I took spinning. Did spinning all the way till. Um, That's as far as my training went. And when I went to go buy my bike, I mean, this guy was just like, all right, well, for you to be efficient, you need this kind of bike and you need these kind of things. And I'm just like, okay cracked me up because the following year I said I wanted to ride comfortably. I did not want that full gear. And I got me a Trek bike, a hybrid instead of a, um, not a Trek, a hybrid instead of a road bike. And I still made the same time, but I was a lot more comfortable. People just wanting you to do all these extra things. And then you found a more efficient way to do it. But you learn. So when I sit here and teach, people have a preference of how it should be taught because they're used to visuals rather than being told. They're used to being distracted rather than focusing on themselves. So I took that away. I made it where it was about you listening and you acting on what I tell you. 
I broke down the poses so much to where when I ask you to come up, you will trust to, that you're able to come up. You've become stronger over time to where you're able to come into these bigger poses without any question. Regardless of what you started off with with limitations and now you've gained this confidence and strength that you are more than capable. I tell you this only because somebody had went and stated to somebody how instead of listening to the story of somebody's experience and, and their yoga, it was automatically judged like, oh, you got a bad teacher. But in reality, the person was just saying, no, it was just really trying. <laughs> There's no such thing as having a bad teacher. There is such thing as being inexperienced compared to someone who is experienced. Many of the teachers that are out there are inexperienced more than they are experienced. They're very much inexperienced within their own practice, within their own growth. Compared to many that are experienced, have a practice, and teach often, like this is something they make a living on. But the things that we overlook in those that are inexperienced is the preference that we have. We prefer a workout. We prefer that someone is attractive in front of us, be it male or female. We prefer AC rather than outdoors. We prefer, um, you know, a thousand Egyptian cotton threaded toilet paper rather than dry brushing and <laughs> washing our hands. <laughs> it's all a matter of a preference. What does this have to do with the willingness to learn? in your maturity, in your own practice, be it the asana or the full practice of yoga. It doesn't matter who your teacher is. There is something to learn. It doesn't matter in what way they do it. There is something to learn. And the first one that you always fail at is you react, you react. This isn't how I want to do it. I don't like how she looks. He doesn't give me enough attention. This isn't getting done. I'm not where I want to be. They're not allowing me to do this. Ugh, the studio isn't pretty enough. You are reacting because it's not what you prefer. That is the immaturity of your practice. And there's so much to learn, so much to learn. And this is why I tell people, 
this is a lifelong journey. This is a lifelong practice. This is not something you're going to overcome overnight. I don't care how easy a pose goes to you because I could see what a struggle just the simple ones are to you. I could also see and hear how you are. So I'm always reminding people to be humble. Be humble in your growth. Be humble in your lessons. Be humble in this time of your practice. Because this isn't a show and tell. This isn't a game. This is your life. This is to remove obstacles from your path. This is for you to keep moving forward and living your best life. But what sabotages us is our willingness to learn without any preference. It will be a while before you get into a maturity of having a preference. When would that preference become? When would that maturity happen? I know for me, whenever people sit here and say to me, Joy, you should try this class. You should try this class. You should try this kind of practice. You should try this. I'm sitting here like, do you know how long I've been practicing? How I've actually been active and looking for a teacher and doing this? I'm at a place in my practice where I want to learn how to become better in more of a therapeutic place. I want to know what it is about the anatomy of your knee. I want to know what creates space for your shoulder and trauma within. And trauma could be as simple as somebody stealing your iPod. How that wrecks havoc in your life. That is where my preference is because I want to be more specific. I don't need to be general anymore, though I do go general because I like variety. I want to see where people are. I want to see where I am because I'm always reminding myself, be humble. You were here once too. But now as I am teaching, and the kind of students that come to me and the kind of students I want to work with, that I want to go towards, I want to be a little bit more specific about who I learn from. I'm just not going to go just to go. But this is where I am with my maturity, with my practice, with my preference. But for many, we are new in this practice. We don't have the opportunity just yet. We're not at that place, let me say that. We're not at that place just yet to should be having demanding a preference. Because I could tell you, many teachers are preferring a student that wants to learn. But you'd be amazed about the kinds of students that walk in a class.
With that said, when you're attempting to learn something new, I'm not talking about just yoga, but anything, even in another human being, come from a place of willing to learn rather than preference. Because I could tell you, when you walk in with preference in your own insecurity, in your own lack of inexperience, of experience, being inexperienced, you'll be amazed of how much you could learn in another person. How much more similarities we have. So with that said, I love you. <laughs> and I'm thankful that you're here listening, continuing to listen, continuing to take the opportunity to grow in your journey, in your own practice of yourself. So with that said, if any of you are new to my podcast and you want to find out more about me, my name is Joy Love Bernstein, and I am a yoga instructor here in San Antonio, Texas. You could find out more about me and my classes on bringyourownmat.com. I have social media, so you could find me on I Practice Joy on Instagram. Also on Instagram, you could find me Practice Yoga with Joy. Facebook is pretty active, so Practice Yoga with Joy is there too. If you're finding that you're listening to me in other realms of the podcast world and not on Anchor, and you're finding that my podcast, my posts are coming in chopped in little pieces, <laughs> I highly suggest for you to download the app anchor.fm. And you'll find me there and it'll come in not chopped up. You don't have to wait a day. It'll be up there. And the nice bonus to following me on anchor.fm is that you could actually message me. If you have any questions, you can message me there. Or you could go to my website at bringyourownmat.com. All right. With that said, I love you guys. Have fun.